Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, chilling new video shows police exchanging gunfire with a high school senior in New Mexico. The teen was firing indiscriminately in a quiet neighborhood. What police are saying about the shooter's motive. Here are tonight's headlines. It's an automatic weapon. Body cam video shows the scary moment a sergeant was hit by gunfire and how the 18-year-old gunman was taken down by police. Sergeant is down! She's fired! She's fired! A five-alarm fire in South Charlotte has dozens upon dozens of firefighters and other emergency personnel on the scene. It was just black smoke rolling. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is apparently ready to end the speculation and officially challenge Donald Trump for the GOP presidential nomination. I think Florida and Iowa are a source of hope. The Air National Guardsman accused of leaking government secrets was previously caught searching for classified documents, but was not removed from his position. Thousands have been forced out of their homes after heavy rains caused catastrophic flooding in northern Italy. How a recovery program tackles addiction and rebuilds lives through the art of woodworking. Everybody deserves a second chance. The New York City Ballet recently promoted its first ever Asian American female principal dancer what it means for increasing diversity on stage. To make anyone feel more accepted is just the best gift.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. Tonight, there are new details in the investigation of the deadly shooting rampage in Farmington, New Mexico. Police just this afternoon releasing body cam video of the encounter with the 18-year-old gunman as he opened fire seemingly at random. Those killed included a 97-year-old mother and her 73-year-old daughter. The third person killed was a 79-year-old mother of five who had been married for 57 years. The gunman wore body armor and had an arsenal of weapons at his home, using three during the 10-minute attack. Authorities also say they found a handwritten note on his body. The police chief described Monday's shooting as something, as sounding like something out of a war zone with the volume of the gunfire. CBS Zomar Villafranca is going to start us off tonight, and we do want to warn you that some of the images are disturbing. They fired the police! It's your hands! Body cameras captured the chaos as Farmington police and other law enforcement officers confronted the gunman, who police say had just fired more than 140 rounds from an AR-15 rifle. It's your hands! I'm good! The shots missed one officer, but hit Farmington police sergeant Rachel Desenza. She's hit in the pelvis and tries to run for cover as shots fly through the air. You see Sergeant Desenza, even after she's shot, is scrambling to get back up, uh, get back into the fight, uh, isn't able to do that. Within seconds, officers are helping Desenza and are taking aim at the suspect. Sergeant, she's down! Sergeant, she's down! She's fire! She's fire! It sounds like you're watching Afghanistan or Iraq. Other surveillance video shows innocent victims driving unknowingly into the line of fire. Other drivers speed in reverse to safety. Last night, the small community of Farmington remembered the three women who died. 79-year-old Shirley Voida, 97-year-old Gwen Schofield, and her 73-year-old daughter, Melody Ivy. Just three pillars of our community and such a tragedy. New Mexico State Representative Mark Duncan knew the victims. He says Ivy ran a daycare for 40 years in the community. She taught my two youngest daughters, and then she's taught all of our, gra- our grandkids that could uh, who were old enough to go. And uh, so we've had many, many people reach out to us and, and just talk to us about the impact that, that she's had on their life, uh, on their children's uh, life. The suspect legally bought the AR-15 last November, just a month after he turned 18, the handguns he got from family members. Police also confirmed to us, and you can hear on one of the videos, the suspect is yelling, kill me, at the officers. As far as what pushed him to the edge or motive, we still don't know. Nora? Omar Villafranca, thank you. Moving now to a massive five-alarm fire that tore through a construction site in Charlotte, North Carolina. The flames were so fierce that two firefighters had to be rescued along with 15 workers. Well, tonight, two workers are still unaccounted for. CBS's Nicole Skanga on the heroic rescue of one man that was trapped on a crane surrounded by billowing smoke. A massive fire ripped through this apartment construction site in the upscale shopping and residential South Park Mall neighborhood. Huge flames and black smoke could be seen billowing hundreds of feet in the air from miles away. You can see the hot ash and debris spreading onto the street, threatening nearby businesses and rooftops. This cell phone video shows part of one building collapsing, engulfed in fire. It collapsed. Truck driver Glenn Freeman was making a delivery nearby. 
they said the building's on fire. They were hollering the building's on fire. Smoke was rolling right out of the place where they were going to unload my windows at. The blaze started around 9 o'clock this morning just as people were filing into their office buildings nearby. I, I was on the phone in a meeting, uh, started seeing small smoke and then big smoke and then uh, flames and said, all right, it's time to get out of here. While drama unfolded high above the site, a crane operator was left stranded for more than an hour surrounded by heavy smoke. And we still have a crane operator in the crane. He's stuck on the platform trying to get out. The fire chief explained how responders kept the crane from melting under the extreme heat. We had to put hose lines in place to protect the crane until we could actually make the rescue itself. It was a very fast-moving fire, high heat conditions, well over 2,000 degrees. That crane still standing behind me. The crane operator suffered non-life-threatening injuries. And tonight, fire officials moving in heavy machinery as they continue their search for those missing two workers. The cause of the fire still under investigation. Nora. Nicole Skanga with all the details. Thank you. Now to some breaking news with a scary incident at the Vatican. Shots were fired at a car as it sped through the main gates that surround Vatican City and passed the Swiss guards. The car was driven by a man with apparent psychiatric problems, according to authorities. The vehicle came to a stop inside the palace courtyard. The driver was quickly arrested by Vatican guards. It is not clear if Pope Francis was anywhere near the scene. Today, the man accused of murdering Bob Lee, the founder of Cash App, pleaded not guilty. Nima Momeni appeared briefly in court in San Francisco. He is accused of stabbing Lee to death in April after a dispute involving Momeni's sister. Momeni's lawyer says it was partly an accident and partly self-defense. Well, now to the case of the Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of leaking highly classified documents. New court papers reveal previous incidents where the 21-year-old Jack Texera received multiple warnings about his handling of top-secret material. CBS's Catherine Herridge reports that despite those red flags, Texera kept his security access. Months before his arrest at gunpoint by an FBI SWAT team in Massachusetts, prosecutors allege 21-year-old Air National Guardsman Jack Texera was on the radar of his commanders. According to newly filed court records, Air National Guard officials warned Texera multiple times about his alleged unauthorized access of highly classified information, including taking notes. As recently as January, Texera, an IT specialist, was discovered accessing sensitive information that was not related to his primary duty and had been told to not seek out intelligence products. Another memo says the 21-year-old was potentially ignoring the cease and desist order given a month earlier. Jews scam. Prosecutors also flagged this video obtained by the Washington Post alleging Texera was obsessed with a race war and included evidence photos alleging the Air National Guardsman was fixated on guns. Texera is also accused of boasting to his online friends, which included at least 150 users, some who represented they resided in other countries. It's not just Ukraine I covered, Texera wrote. I have stuff for Israel, Palestine, Syria, Iran, China. On Capitol Hill, lawmakers called for immediate change. We need to drastically and deeply revise the present system of classifying documents and scrutinizing people who have access to them. Too many people, too many documents, 
insufficient oversight and scrutiny. Texero will be in a Massachusetts court Friday where a judge will consider whether to release him on bail. His lawyers say it's wrong to compare the 21-year-old to another high-profile leak case where the defendant, Edward Snowden, fled to Russia. Nora? Catherine Herridge, thank you very much. Today, we learned an eight-year-old girl from Panama died while in U.S. Customs and Border Protection custody as that agency struggles with overcrowding at its facilities. The girl was being held at a border station in Texas with her family, and her father says she was born with heart problems. Her death comes one week after an unaccompanied 17-year-old boy from Honduras died while being detained in Florida. Turning now to the presidential campaign of 2024, sources tell CBS News that Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is getting ready to officially throw his hat into the ring for the Republican nomination. DeSantis plans to enter the race after just this week, signing a series of right-wing bills aimed at curbing LGBTQ rights. CBS's Ed O'Keefe reports he's expected to file the paperwork next week. For months, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has been coy about his plans to enter the race. Stay tuned on that. But now he's expected to formally launch a campaign next week. The rising Republican Party star has long been seen as the top rival to former President Donald Trump, who spent months attacking him. I'm leading to sanctimonious by a lot. I think he ought to just relax and take it easy and think about the future, because right now his future is not looking so good. The attacks appear to have knocked DeSantis back. He's fallen 10 points among GOP voters since March. The two men are now sparring over who's stronger when it comes to curbing access to abortion services. DeSantis signed a ban on the procedures after six weeks, which Trump wouldn't say he supports. I'm looking at a solution that's going to work. So DeSantis, knowing GOP primary voters support his move, struck back on Tuesday. I signed a bill. I was proud to do it. He won't answer whether he would sign it or not. But so far, it's DeSantis's fight with Disney that's gotten the most attention. The governor went to war with the company after it criticized his so-called don't-say-gay legislation. No corporation is above the law and the people of this state. Disney has since sued the governor for carrying out a campaign of political retribution and today announced its scrapping plans to move thousands of more workers to the state. Aides say DeSantis is expected to run on his robust conservative record. Among other things, he signed controversial bills loosening gun rights, banning gender-affirming care for transgender youth, and restricting drag shows. The state of Florida is where woke goes to die. On that fight with Disney, DeSantis's attacks may not sit well with traditional Republican voters who prefer a hands-off approach from government when it comes to big business. Former President Trump noticed Disney's move today and faulted DeSantis for getting, quote, caught in the mousetrap. Nora? All right, Ed O'Keefe, thank you. Well, some dramatic images from northern Italy, a region devastated by floods. Helicopter teams are seen rescuing a pregnant woman, police pulling an elderly man to safety, and a man carrying a baby through chest-deep water. At least 13 people have died, with more than 10,000 forced from their homes. The area got half its yearly rainfall in just 36 hours. Now to the opioid crisis in America. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says nearly 110,000 Americans are estimated to have died last year as the result of an overdose. In this week's Eye in America, CBS's Mark Strassman traveled to Kentucky to find a program that's helping recovering addicts string their lives back together. Hindman, Kentucky, an outpost in Appalachia. Here, heartache has a way of pushing down hope. In a place like this, is it hard to get drugs around here? Yeah, you can go about anywhere and find anything you're looking for. 
Nathan Smith's drug addictions took 20 years of his life. Painkillers after a work accident got his spiral started. Then, crystal meth. I knew that if something didn't happen, that I was either going to wind up in prison or I was going to be dead. A long, troublesome creek. That's its real name. Heinemann's nearly 700 people live in one of America's poorest counties. Its overdose rate nearly triples the national average. It's a crisis here. Doug Nasal Road runs a county rehab program for former drug users. A dozen employees, all recovering addicts. Nasal Road takes them in, teaches them woodworking, how to build guitars, how to break with using. What is it about making guitars that helps people? The nature of making guitars, it's a long curve. The gratification is not instant. Opposite of drugs. Opposite of drugs. You have to commit a lot of labor-intensive hours to building a guitar. Since 2012, more than 200 recovering drug addicts have come through this program. They've built hundreds of string instruments sold to music stores across the country. The program's success rate, 71%. You know, 71% success rate is also a 29% failure rate. Not everyone can succeed. Some people are just not able to break free. You have to sand this. Smith has rebuilt his life here, clean, for the last five years. Everybody deserves a second chance, and all of us that got a second chance have turned our life around. I want to fly like a bird. A guitar shop, stringing together stories of hope. For Eye on America, Mark Strassman, Heinemann, Kentucky. More than a million SUVs are being recalled because of safety issues. We've got the full list for you when we come back. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah. You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully... Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Tonight, we have two major recalls involving SUVs. First General Motors is recalling nearly 700,000 Chevy Equinoxes and GMC Terrains from model years 2020 to 2023. A problem with the anchor bars can prevent child seats from being installed. 
And Ford is recalling more than 422,000 vehicles, some for a second time, to fix malfunctioning rear cameras. This includes certain Ford Explorers, plus Lincoln Aviators and Corsairs. All right, the Supreme Court rules against the estate of the late Andy Warhol. We'll show you the piece of art at the center of the case. That's next. The Supreme Court today ruled the late Andy Warhol violated a photographer's copyright when he used her picture of Prince as a basis for a series of images. Vanity Fair magazine used one of them on its cover after Prince's death in 2016 and paid Warhol's foundation, but not photographer Lynn Goldsmith. In a 7-2 decision, the justices ruled her copyright stands. The French Open won't be the same this year. Rafael Nadal said today he won't play this year's tournament because of a lingering hip injury. Nadal, who turns 37 next month, also said he expects next year to be his last on the tour. The former world number one player has won the French Open a record 14 times. He's tied with Novak Djokovic for all-time Grand Slam titles at 22. An American ballet dancer pirouettes her way into the history books. We've got her amazing story next. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amiga. Empathy is our best policy. Finally tonight, the New York City Ballet is wrapping up its historic spring season with the first Asian-American female dancer as a lead. CBS's Nancy Chen highlights her incredible story as we celebrate Asian-American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Her artistry and grace center stage... This spring, at just 21 years old, Mira Nadon stepped into a pinnacle role at the New York City Ballet, the company's first ever Asian-American female principal dancer. It does feel like a kind of new era in the company. What does that milestone mean to you? It's a big honor and something to grow into. Nadon began ballet at age five. Her mother, Bapasha, born in India, took her to classes near their home in Montclair, California. Now she says she's honored to be a part of the company's evolution. That's exciting for me to have some responsibility and feel like I can do something to help like the culture in our company. Nadon is among only five Asian-American principal dancers in the company's 75-year history, including current dancers Chen Wei Chan and Anthony Huxley. 
You've reached the pinnacle of your training. Artistic director Jonathan Stafford says the diversity of dancers has brought more talent to the stage. Why has it taken so long? I'm not happy that it's taken so long, but I'm really grateful that we've gotten to the point where we've crossed a milestone. I think she will continue to inspire other generations of dancers. To look up at the stage and see such a variety of faces is so special. And that also just makes the company more interesting and even more vibrant. Bringing even more beauty to the ballet. Nancy Chen, CBS News, New York. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at paramountshop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at paramountshop.com.